Hey, Bidiwa. Welcome to Blade Runner in Character, where you'll hear things you people wouldn't believe. Oh, I agree. Each episode, myself and Ian, two not exactly pleasure models, will in turn look at a character from both the original and 2049. I hope you don't mind me taking a liberty. I was careful not to drag in any dirt. Their scenes, their backstory, the actor, behind the scenes, trivia, and I'm sure an awful lot of waffling. Where's the subject? Wake up, time to record. Oh, I see what you did there. Yes, yes. That's very good. I've got a question about that later on when we get to that part. Oh, right. Yeah, i got a theory. All right. Well, we were just saying um, about Leon. Leon is our, is our yes. fella today. Kings of Leon, the band Kings of Leon. I thought there might have been a connection to uh, Mr. Kowalski. Uh, but there isn't. Uh, no, the, Le the Leon in that t in that band name is named after their grandfather, Leon. Yeah. Maybe their grandfather was Leon Kowalski. Well, you don't know. And but. the only other sort of famous, there's obviously a Leon the Assassin. Yes. It's not a bad film. And isn't there one called Leon the Pig Farmer? Leon the Pig Farmer. I remember yes. projecting that. I remember when that was when I was uh, doing projection. Oh, uh, right. Recall that. It was an arty film, when an art house. Yeah. Style. I used to know a, a Leon, and he was a right yeah. rat boy. Uh, really? For, yeah, for the UK uh, listener, he was a right chav. It didn't yeah. suit the name Leon at all. He didn't. Uh, he didn't make you think of our Leon here. No, no, no. Not in the slightest. He would dream of being him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But no, yeah, Mr. Kowalski. Yes. <clears throat> uh, Why has he got it, a Polish name? Well. Presumably, these are all aliases, aren't they? You know, they've got to uh, be. Yeah, they, are these people they've killed, do you reckon? Because well, we I doubt that the about original, Zora. Yeah, because yeah, I doubt the original um, replicant catalogue name was Leon. I can never pronounce it. Kowalski. Kowalski. Yeah. Yeah. I doubt that was. It was like model fifty-two A Leon Kowalski. So I, yeah, I wonder if these are people on that shuttle, or they were, perhaps they were coming to. Uh, Los I Angeles. never thought about that. Yeah. It could have been passengers on the shuttle, yeah. couldn't it? And it yeah. could it could also be that all, all the, the the clothing we see them wear was actually the passengers' clothing as well. Except yeah, they, for Pris, because Pris yeah. is a pleasure model, isn't she? So, yes. So yeah, and, she and, and what she's wearing is yeah. yeah. Um, what do you reckon Pris's surname is? We never find that one out, do we? No, I don't know. I don't know. Pris. We don't know Zora's, but I'm presuming it's Zora Salome. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah, Pris is the only one that hasn't got a surname. No, she doesn't need one. No. Do you think it's Stick? Pristick. 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 Oh dear. Yeah, I, I, try, I, I tried. Oh, it, uh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, well, well, if we're talking names, let's talk about his name in the novel because he is yes. in it. He is. Uh, yeah. Well. Well. Yes. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> there's a, there's something like him, isn't there? Vague bits of it. Yeah. I can't. What is his name? I can never. Polakov. Classic, a a he, Russian he, name. He, yeah, he, he, is he a police officer or something? I, I God, it's so long since I've read it now. Yeah, he 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 is Leon because he shoots Holden. Yes, um, Polakov does shoot Holden during the VK test, but then without Deckard ever meeting him, he pretends to be Deckard's new Russian partner. He flies That's down so, onto yeah. the roof of a building, and Deckard smells a rat and uh, kills him, and that's Polakov. Do you think it then Leon in the film Kowalski has a 
not a Russian name, but like a Polish name, so it's a nod to, you know... I think it must be, yeah. I, I think it that's probably... Because that, that does explain it, actually, because I was thinking, why is it... Is, is it sort of a... Well, this sounds awful, a sort of a, a bit of a racist joke that, obviously, early 80s, uh, America was awash with Polish jokes. Oh, you know, yeah. Polish made cars, Polish this, Polish that, and it was always the, the, the Polish... Americans were seen as slow and dim-witted. I remember I that being an if, insult yeah. in, a, in an officer and a gentleman, and that yeah. was out yeah. around about the same time as well. Yeah, so I, I wondered if it was something like that. You know, that unfortunately, Leon is is yeah, he's not the brightest uh, bulb, is he? No. Um, and I wondered if it was that, but I, I I'll be charitable and say it's yeah, it's more that it's a nod to the 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 book because they they presumably early 80s you couldn't have had him have a Russian name because mm-hmm. that would have been slightly dodgy wouldn't it and all that mm. um, so perhaps they went with what, you know, work across the yeah Poland will do that'll do um, mm. yeah that makes more sense I think we'll, we'll give them the benefit of the doubt ok let's be charitable yep. alright so we'll move from the book to the film <coughs> and Leon is the second person we ever see in the film after Holden and when you see him, he's coming in top right of the frame uh, when Holden's waiting there yep. for him to come in. I never used to see that because the f- first version I ever had of Blade Runner was the old pan and scan video. Yeah, and of the course, old, that bit's the missing. The old big box Warner puffy. Yep. Warner. Yeah. yeah, I wish I'd have kept it. wish I'd have kept it, but yeah. Um, yeah, the, it's amazing to think back to pan and scan, isn't it? Um, and what we missed in films. Mm-hmm. Super grano vision, close-ups, missed half the action. But yeah. that's all we knew, wasn't it? That's all you it's, knew. it's a revelation when they then yeah. started coming out. It, still back in the video era, but when you started getting letterboxed. Yeah. Versions. Well, I, I always you... remember uh, in, when I was in the video library, a guy come in and he, he picked up some film, I can't remember what it was, uh, and he goes, hang on, letterbox, that's where you miss half the picture, isn't it? It's like, no, no, you see all the pictures, sir. No, yeah. no, half my teller's not being used. Do you Just remember that, that those early days, you would have a disclaimer at the front saying, yeah. this is in a, a letterbox format, there will yep. be a black bar top and bottom, there is nothing wrong with your television nor this videotape. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember? I do, it's like, because pe- people assume there's something wrong with their tellers. I'm paying for all a picture, I'm not because uh, you remember they used to call it the um, used to see it a bit where it say if it was a four, if it was pan and scan rather than say pan and scan they would say it was in academy ratio mm. you remember that yeah. it's like oh, it's pan and scan mate isn't it? yeah yeah okay dope. so there he is he comes in a yep. woman announces him you know this woman's yes, voice yeah. uh, starts uh, announcing Do you think that's just who's she us, announcing it? it to well yeah, that's what I mean yeah. I think that's just for us that's for the audience because, yeah, who is she announcing it to? Because Holden knows he's coming in. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's there. Who else cares? Yeah. yeah. Well, she says Kowalski, Leon. That is a redundant yeah. job, if that's <laughs> what you're doing. You're right. It is, it is yeah. for us, isn't it? Yeah. You know, because we find out Kowalski, Leon, engineer, waste disposable, yeah. uh, new employee, six days. Realistically, what do you think that means? Engineer, waste disposable. You think it's a shit He's a bin man. No, oh, I, I thought he was just a bin right. man. Okay. Just a bin man. Sense, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, your Everyone's bin man when he comes along can say that he's an engineer yeah. in waste disposal, you know? It's funny enough how bin man does look a bit like him. Yeah. He, he might be a shit shoveler, yeah. Leon, yeah. though, you know? Because 
Yeah, I've got a question about that in a second, all right? Okay. Um, so we know he's been at the Tyrell Corporation working there for six yes. days, right? We also know in a minute that he's staying at the Yukon Hotel on Huntawasa Street, yeah. right? But uh, I've got a question for that in a minute. Let's get into it. Um, yeah, he knocks on the door and he goes in. Next subject, Kowalski Leon, engineer waste disposal, file section, new employee, six days. Come in. Here, if I talk, I'm kind of nervous when I take tests. I just please don't move. I'm oh, sorry. I already had an IQ test this year. I don't think I've ever had the one. Action time is a factor in this, so please pay attention. I answer as quickly as you can. One one eight seven Hunterwasser. That's the hotel. What? Where I live. Nice place. Yeah, sure, I guess. Is that part of the test? No, just warming you up. That's all. Huh. It's not fancy or anything. You're in a desert, walking along in the sand. When all of a sudden, this the test now? Yes. You're in a desert, walking along in the sand. When all of a sudden you look. What one? What? What desert? Doesn't make any difference. What desert is completely hypothetical. But how come I'd be there? Maybe you're fed up. Maybe you want to be by yourself. Who knows? You look down and you see a tortoise, Leon. It's crawling towards tortoise? you. Tortoise? What's that? You know what a turtle is? Of course. Same thing. I've never seen a turtle. But I understand what you mean. You reach down, you flip the tortoise over on its back, Leon. Do you make up these questions, Mr. Holden? Or do they write them down for you? The tortoise lays on its back, its belly baking in the hot sun, beating its legs, trying to turn itself over, but it can't. Not without your help. But you're not helping. What do you mean, I'm not helping? I mean you're not helping. Why is that, Leon? They're just questions, Leon. In answer to your query, they're written down for me. It's a test designed to provoke an emotional response. Shall we continue? Describe in single words only the good things that come into your mind. About your mother? Your mother? Yeah. Let me tell you about my mother. He's, he waits. He's quite... See, Leon is is level seven uh, sorry c intelligence he's not that bright but i really do get the feeling he knows what's going on he knows he's got to kill holden and we've mentioned this in our very first episode we're talking about he is playing with holden isn't he yeah i think leon is is he's not because obviously he's been made to not have cutting edge intelligence quick wit in that but he's he's definitely got animal sort of survival cunning. So I think, yeah, he knows exactly what's going on. It takes him a couple of seconds to, to I think, because he appears nervous, and you start thinking, what's he nervous about? But I don't think he's nervous about being found out. I think he's nervous that has he been found out? 
should he mm. play his card? And I think he rapidly, within a couple of questions, realises, I'm going to get caught out. And at that point, yeah, I think at that point, he almost starts to have fun with this sort yeah. of questioning. He's, he's playing with Holden at that point. Because he knows you're, he can take Holden. Yeah, you're absolutely right. But yeah. until that point, until he walks around that corner, he doesn't know who he's going to be interviewed by and I think no. yeah he's assessing because the first time he sees Holden Holden sees him he stands and waits yeah. to be uh, told to sit down well I imagine in, in the Tyrell Corporation there's very much it's hierarchy based isn't it so mm. I imagine yeah it, it's drilled into him you know you don't sit with in front of your betters mm. as they would see it so yeah he, it's, it's, he waits to almost for Holden to set the tone doesn't he yes. yeah yeah sit down and holden's immediately it's interesting because he, he says the first question and then well, he's asking him where he lives and that and he goes nice hotel and he can see holden can see that leon is immediately uh sort of um suspicious and i'm presuming that would throw off the voight camp test I, I, voight camp strikes me as like you know when you go to the doctors for your blood pressure and because you know you're going to the doctors and all the hassle with that and you're waiting, your blood, your blood pressure's up. up anyway. So it's like, yeah. why would you bother? But I think that's the same with Voight Camp. If it's a, if it uh, sort of tests your emotional response to stuff, I imagine if you're pissed off or nervous, or, it's not going to work so well. No. Is that why Leon then says, is it okay if I talk? I kind of get nervous when I take yeah, tests. I think he, so, yeah. He, he, he's just putting that flag up. So Yeah. To try and you know, well, if if I, if you get any anomalous readings, because I'm nervous, isn't it? Yeah, gives him even if it gives him a few seconds. It's the difference between life and death, isn't it, for where he's been? So yeah, I I think he knows that. And yeah. you're not telling me if if you're a replicant on the run and you know that the only thing that can catch you is the Void Camp test, you're going to have studied what it is. Yes, you know. Well, he's been working there six days. Yep. Um, we don't know how many, um, you know, people Holden has tested so far. He seems bored by it, so he I does. imagine he's done a few. We've also got to ignore the fact this this glaring error in the film, in that Holden has got photos of all the yes, <laughs> so, and doesn't recognise Leon. But yeah, we'll, just hold it up and go. Oh yeah. We'll okay. dismiss that, won't yeah. we? Uh, because he well, is I, I very distinctive. I think, yeah, I think that's a that's a product of the. The, the, the editing and the uh, very chaotic nature behind this film that they were changing it as they went along so I imagine when they filmed the first scenes they weren't going to have photographic references no. and especially Brian James I mean he's yeah. such a distinctive actor when he sits down and you see yeah. him in profile you know that nose and, yeah, and you, you no chin you know straight away yeah that, that wonderful does, face that does it, it wouldn't have probably well it might have done at the time because he was already really well known on television at the time yes but it does throw you straight away that you know he's a bad one because of who's playing him don't you he's not going to be the hero of this film I've never seen him in any like romantic comedy no where he, no. he he's the, the head person I, yeah. I, I can't even think of him in a role where he's a hero no I think the best you can in... get the best he plays is a a hapless goon, isn't yes. it? That's if he's not if he's not actually out to hurt you. That's only because he's too stupid to. 
Hapless yeah, so Goon. I, All right, we're going to have a hapless Goon watch when we reach the genre tally. Yes. Yeah, how right. many of these? Yeah. How many of these uh, roles? Was he a hapless, hapless Goon? goon? <laughs> I've got to write that down. Hapless Lesson. Goon. Yes. So I mean, it's I not think... a bad place to be typecast, is it? I don't think. No. 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 Bernard Breslau got bloody uh, career out of it. Yep. Yep. I think Leon first starts, you know, toying with Holden yep. when Holden actually sets it up with the first question. Is this the test? Is this the test now? Yeah. He goes. Um, and then he's just full of questions. What desert? How come I'd be there? You know? Um, great close-up. When, when um, Leon is asking all this, you know, interrupting Holden, he's got very wet lips. Yeah. I've always found that a bit odd. Why? Is I, he salivating or what? I think it's um, the actor rather than the part. I think he's one of those... Almost every role I've seen him in, he's got these. He's got very wet lips as an actor. Mm. But uh, I suppose it, it, if yeah, if we're going in the film world, then yeah, perhaps he's salivating that he's going to come because he does seem to enjoy killing, doesn't he? Yes. Leon. Yeah. 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 Um, he he's got this uh, uh, tick. He he, he, he yeah. shakes his head when he says what one. You know when he says about what desert. What one? And he does it again when he says a tortoise. What's that? He does that little shake of yeah. his head again. Um, I don't know if it's an instruction, Ridley Scott, but when, you know, when he's saying never seen a turtle and he's staring at Holden, he doesn't blink, not once. And I, I, ah, I can see Ridley yeah. Scott I saying, don't that. blink, yeah. don't blink. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine that would be uh, an instruction because it's, yeah, it's very off-putting, isn't it, when people don't blink. Yeah. You notice it. Unless you're Michael Caine. Yeah. <laughs> um, do, you, do you know anything about, because I... I haven't gone back to check on my, you know, pre-fiddled with latest edition of, of, of Blade Runner. Um, when, you know, the, we get that heartbeat start up on the soundtrack and Holden's voice start in echo when he's talking about the, the tortoise lays there on its back. Blah, blah. On the close-up of Leon, he's got the orange light reflected in his eyes and I don't remember ever seeing that, that before. Oh, I Have these been I put in do you think? Possibly. I mean I know they, they made changes to the heartbeat and they did so they may, yeah they may well have done. Um, I would have to go back and look. I don't I don't visit the the uh, theatrical cut very often at all. No nor do I. Um, I've got I was, it. But... Yeah well yeah I've got it on the, in, in the innumerable box sets but I was saying to Anne because she goes what version was, was it? And I said, well, we always tend to go with the, the latest, mm. the, the final cut. Um, and she was like, well, you should watch them all, shouldn't you? I was like, <laughs> seven cuts. Um, but yeah, they, they may well have done, because I know they, they fiddled with the heartbeat, didn't they? They did. Um, yeah. So yeah. perhaps they did. Yeah. Does it, is it significant? Did we find out whether that's significant, the orange glow? Yeah, only the replicants have the orange yeah. glows. Um, yeah, I'm, and that, do you remember me saying they changed the dialogue because yeah. of the owl's orange eye? They had to change oh, that right, yes, to show that, that the owl is, right. is, is is a have we Have we watched it with that in mind to see if they ever slip up? What, somebody else gets yeah. it? Well, Deckard's well, someone got else it, gets it, it or Someone else gets it or someone we know is a replicant doesn't have it. Is well, it I'm, the thing all over again? I know Pris has yeah. it. I wasn't looking at her. I mean, um... <laughs> I don't know about Rachel, and I, I don't know, know about Roy. We'll look out for them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he's brilliant, old Brian. He's great. He, yeah. he, Leon, it looks upset. He's, he's kind of like flinching through this. And if you watch, he very, very 
ever so subtly drops his right arm down, which is yep. obviously him going for his gun that's in his sock, I suppose. Well, I, God knows where else it would be. Yes. Well, Dear. he leans fo forward even more. Yeah. When, when you know, Holden says, shall we continue? Yeah. Um, he, sh he shakes his head and leans forward. And uh, then we have the whole bit about, you know, my mother. Yeah. Um, and that's when the first shot happens. Uh, from oh, yeah, because underneath no one, the table. No one likes anyone questioning their mother. No. So the first shot comes up from under the table with that yeah. musical sting. Um, and then we cut back to him. And he's now standing up. Uh, quite serious looking takes aim and shoots Holden again I don't yeah. think it's necessary to shoot Holden again I reckon that Holden's already dead I think well well, we know he's not dead but yeah I don't think he's uh, oh no of course he's not he's not, not going to be running a, a race anytime soon I think he just kills he shoots him again because he enjoys it I like his little gun I like his little gun I have I have a uh, um, bit of information oh. on his gun or go. at least what it was you supposed to do you know your weapon Steve. I know Leon's weapon. Yeah, you can get that on Etsy as well. I know. I keep meaning to yeah. get one of them. I'd like. I like one of them. I've got. I've yeah, got little. Deckard's one. You've got Deckard's one. I got um, Deckard's it'd be nice one. Yeah. Leon. Yeah. Um, yeah. I must get if Kay's he... one as well. That's growing on me as well. Yeah. No, that is a good one. That yeah. is a good one. Um, yeah. If he is a. Oh, shit do you know shot what we've got to do for our Patreon top five uh, cinematic weapons? Yeah. There you go. Cinema Someone weapons. write that down. Yeah. Top five fi guns. fictional weapons because I, oh, I yes, can see yeah. you mentioning loads of World War One yeah. and World War Two. You're, you're going to have a no, Sten no, gun in there, a Schmeiser. Yeah, designed, designed. Oh, the MP40. Yeah. yeah. Schmeiser didn't actually design it. Oh well, well that's for another day. Um, <laughs> no, fictional weapons that are designed for a film. Oh, that'd be good. I'm All already right. thinking. I've gone off Leon now. Let's let's, let's wrap this up. <laughs> no, no. Let's uh, let's give Leon his dues. Let on. let's stay on track. Yeah. Um, if he is stay a shit target. shoveler, he is a waste disposal engineer. Yeah. We said during the Holden episode, how did he get out? He's just fired his gun twice. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, so and we were saying maybe this? there's a go on a waste disposal shoot. Yeah. Yes. No, but yeah. where's yeah. the the stupid voiceover cow? When you finally yes. need her, why, is it, why isn't she saying, uh, Leon has killed Holden? Yeah. Security to IL-3. Yeah, um, yeah I, I often wonder that, because it's a loud old gun, isn't it? Yeah. It go, it go bang, bang, loud. And, um, yeah, how does he get out? And Leon takes his time. He, he doesn't yeah. look in any sort of rush when he's no? taking aim for that second shot. Um, next time we see him, it's his ID photo. Yes, um, he's, and, he's got a stocking on his head. <laughs> yeah, I don't like this new version, this final cut, no. where you've got an additional bit of dialogue saying that he's an ammunition loader on intergalactic runs. Oh, I hate the word intergalactic. You can't have it intergalactic. Thing, but, yeah. Interstellar, yeah. Interstellar, yeah. You can't go between galaxies. No. Well, not under any sort of... You'd have to break the physics of the universe, which... Yeah. Yeah, probably isn't possible. Um, yeah, I hate it. I hate this intergalactic wars and things. Like, I wouldn't bother, mate. It's going to be a long time before they uh, they can charge your front line, isn't it? Yeah, um, I don't like that. I don't like that no. word in that line. I also don't, I don't like. Yeah, I don't like. Um, what's his face? Is uh, the police chief's comedy voiceovers? He Bryant. Sort of, yeah. Bryant. Yeah. It's like oh. No. Yeah. 
because Bryant says he can lift 400-pound atomic loads all day and night. Yeah. Why, why put the word atomic in? This is very Terry Nation. It's very Terry Nation. He was using space bombs. Yeah, atomic. It doesn't need it, does it? We, we, you, you know, all you got to do is say he was um, designed for strength. There you go. Well done. Yeah. Done. yeah. Or just say the only way to hurt him is to kill him, which yeah. is what he does say. The only um, way you're, yeah, the only way you'll incapacitate him is put a bullet through his head. Oh! Mm. Foreshadowing! Um, we also see on that ID thing, physical level A, mental level yeah. C. Um, and then we go to his apartment, this Yukon Hotel. Yes. Um, I was hoping it would be, uh, like, Canadian-themed mooses and things. You know, the Yukon Hotel. I thought, oh, it's going to be one of those theme hotels. No, it's but, a right uh, dive, isn't it? It looks you horrible, know? yeah. They yeah. haven't dusted it months, have they? No. I didn't realise, because uh, when I watch these scenes, put the Blu-ray on, I, I put the uh, subtitles on, just in case I've missed something. Yeah. I've never, never noticed before that the landlord, presumably that's the landlord who opens the door for Decadent, uh, gaff to go in. Yeah. He actually says the word Kowalski as he leaves oh, right. and walks away. Um, so, so hang on. Oh God, this is this makes this is getting silly now. Actually, this is getting even the sillier, isn't it? Because not only have they got photos, they've hidden using their own names that the police have yeah. got. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> did uh, did Obi Wan Kenobi arrange this for them? <laughs> What we we don't see an awful lot of his uh, apartment. There's a '60s TV set and aerial with a no smoking sticker on the side. There's some scales from the snake in his filthy bath. Yeah. But that's pretty much what all we see. But my question is, his precious photos. That photo yeah. that that Deckard would go on to scan of you know Zora asleep and Roy you know with his head on his hand. Is that are those photos taken in that apartment? Yeah, I think so. That's I've always read it as that, but it does make you wonder because so they've how long have they been on Earth? Is it less? More, let, let's say two weeks. Three weeks ago. Three weeks. Uh, is it? Yeah. So all of these photos, ago. yeah, all these photos, all these memories are from the last three weeks. I mean, it could be. It could be, but um, yeah, I unless they've got dingy dive hotels. You know, out on the colonies, right? It's got to have been done in yeah. the last three weeks. Yeah, yeah. We see Leon approach outside. Uh, we cut to yeah. outside, and we see him crossing the road right by the white dragon sign. So, yeah. another appearance of the white dragon sign. I can't watch it now without thinking of that every time I yeah, see it. Yeah, you spot it every yeah. time now. Yeah, um, that newspaper in the empty drawer, Deckard checks yeah. on. Did you know that's the same one he's reading at the start of the film? Oh no, I didn't. Yeah, you you see him. He he lifts it up, and you can yeah. see part of the headline, so it's just which a prop is about they farming the moon. Yeah. yeah, it's a prop newspaper about yeah, farming the enough. moon. Yeah. Now all these photos that um, Deckard finds, yeah. they, I mean, so, some are family shots. You know, there's a mother and daughter and things like that. It's nothing to do with the replicants. I think he's stolen photos off of some of the victims that were on that shuttle. I think so, yeah. Yeah, some, certainly. Because they're desperately trying to build up memories, aren't they, for mm. themselves. Uh, so I think, yeah, they're, they're just... They're almost trying to fabricate their own memories by having these photographs, which are you know just a visual representation of a memory from other people. Mm. So I think they're trying to appropriate it, yeah. Because they, 
they can't be uh, anything connection to Leon. You know, it's not. There's no talk of him having a little replicant wife and kid mm. on the colony. Um, so yeah, I think I, I yeah I think everything about this they've stolen. So if they've stolen the names, the memories, the clothes of these people, they're trying to be them, aren't they? They are. Yeah, yeah. A bit of tampering with the um, final cut I don't like is um, you know our introduction to Roy because there's two we we see him for the first time in two outtakes from other parts of the film. The first time where he says time enough and you see his hand clenching up, that's from later on in the film where he puts the nail through his hand. Yeah. And then he, he has this little smile and you hear the tap, tap, tap on the, on the phone booth glass, which is Leon tapping on it. But they've, they've tempered with it. I always like the fact that when he does that little smile and you hear that tap, 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 you can see some fingers on his shoulder. Have you ever spotted them? No, I've not seen that. Yeah, if you go back, don't watch the final cut. Go yeah. back to the the earlier one. If you look on his shoulder, there's two fingers. I think it's two. It might be one. It might be two right. fingers on his shoulder, and that is a, a shot from when Tyrell sits on the bed with Roy and puts his uh, hand on his shoulder, and they snip that. They flipped it, yeah. and and then they put it in. And I always like the fact you got these phantom fingers on his shoulder but yeah. now in the final cut that I think they've moved the image off to one side a little bit and you can't see them anymore well Rid- Ridley's very much a, a take a shot from anywhere if it works he does, mm. I mean Alien is full of them um, so I, I could see that that might have niggled him and he wants to change it uh, I've never noticed I'll have to, have a, I'll have to try and I'll yeah, dig out go back and watch cut. an earlier yeah. one yeah yeah now this film has got you know tons and tons of very memorable scenes and memorable moments and this is one of my favourite ones which is when Roy comes out of the phone booth ask Leon if he's got his precious photos. He's quite dismissive any old Roy about his precious photos. Did you get your precious photos? And Leon shakes his head someone was there and I love Roy's men and Leon nods police men (laughs) and he just stares at him um, Leon he's, can't he's used, say anything. Yeah, he's used to dealing with Leon, isn't he? Yeah. Like you got to talk to him like you were the kid. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely, because he yeah. follows him like a kid, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, 100%. He puts his hand in his pockets, off he goes, and Leon obediently follows him because they go off to choose, which is uh, somebody we're just talking about. Yes. So, yeah, because Leon, yeah. I think, if he, if he hadn't have met or been influenced by... Roy, Leon would have never done any of this. He no. Would, it would still be moving atomic weaponry about. Well, that leads me to the question. I mean, we've talked about, you know, Leon and Roy at Chews. We refer you to the Chew episode. Yeah. But we don't see Leon again until after Zora's death. My yeah. question there is, where is Leon through that part of the film? He can't go back to the apartment cause that, for fear of it being staked out by the police. So where is Leon during this period? I reckon he was at um, uh, he was at the Photoshop, going. Yeah, can I get copies of my he photos? He was at they're, Snappy they're going, Snaps. Yeah, he's at Snappy <laughs> Snaps, and he's going. Can I get copies of my photos? And they're going. We've told you ten times now, sir. They were Polaroids. <laughs> That's not how they work. Oh, okay. If you've got a negative, can we can I, help yeah. you out. Yeah, yeah. No, I got no negatives. I liked them. What? <laughs> get out. Because Let me tell me about my soundtracks. Yeah. 
Do you think he's stalking Deckard? I mean, we don't yeah, know, well, I, you know, how got, far all these different locations are from each other. Yeah, I, I think, I think we've got multi levels here. So we know that we know that Deckard was stalking Zora. Yeah, and I think Roy has detailed uh, uh, Leon to either stalk Zora as well in hopes that he'll spot Deckard or stalk Deckard one or the other mm. but then I also think Roy is then stalking Leon and Roy witnesses all of this yeah because later on there is a big continuity uh, question is how come Roy knows, knows Deckard's name uh, there's, a, there's a better one as well which only come to me today and say oh. unless you've got an exam unless you Unless you know of another line that covers this, so obviously the last thing that uh, that uh, Leon says, um, "Wake up, time to die." And mm-hmm. what's the last thing that uh, Roy says to, time to Deckard die. while yeah. looking at him with a whimsical smile? Yes, time to die. I think Roy was watching. Roy was watching. That's very interesting. So in that crowd, yep, Roy's there. Roy's there as well. Roy yep. is watching Leon watching Deckard. Yeah, watching Zora, and mm. I think because Roy, we know Roy's quick-witted enough that Leon's just been shot. He's not going to jump in to try and take them both out. No, but that explains why he knows later on that Leon's dead. He knows the line, yeah, that he said. He looks directly at Deckard when he says it. So, and you get a you. I might be reading that into Harrison Ford's performance. Yeah is that you almost get a, line, a, a slight bit of recognition. Yeah. So, I, I, yeah, I think, I think that uh, Roy is there in that scene. Which means he's also there when Deckard is talking to Bryant. Yep. You know, after it, you know, it makes Deckard's sense. got his drink. It makes sense. Because they're, they're, they're constantly talking about this case in the open. Yeah. And it's like everyone's going, oh, Roy's two steps ahead. Yeah, because he was listening to you, idiots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm convinced now. All right, so he watches Leon when Leon intercepts Deckard, because Deckard yeah. spotted Rachel. This is a busy old street for replicants, isn't it? It's busy street, it? yeah. Replicant street, we'll call it, yeah. So Deckard goes off after Rachel, gets caught by Leon, who yeah. twists his arm, and Deckard just goes, Leon. He recognises yeah. him straight away, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he recognises him straight away. Leon, it's a lovely little scene, this. Leon, how old am I? I don't know. My birthday is April 10, 2017. How long do I live? Four years. More than you. Painful living fear, isn't it? Nothing is worse than having an itch you can never scratch. Oh, I agree. Wake up. Time to die. (laughs) 
Oh, um, again, really this is one of the standouts. It, yeah. yeah. How old am I? He yeah. says. It doesn't even wait for an answer. Just smacks him yeah. in the face. <laughs> yeah. And I, li- I like that Deckard is, he's not, he knows that this guy's going to kill him unless he can do anything, but he just can't do anything. So he, he's almost sympathetic, isn't he, to Leon? Because it's like, I, I don't know, sorry. And then uh, when he's got him upside down on the car and he goes, it's like an itch, you can't scratch. He goes, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I agree. Yeah, he goes, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's after, you know, um, you know he's been, um, you know, thrown against that truck or whatever that is. That's when he yeah. says four years. Yeah. So he's, he's then lifted up, pulled around, thrown against the next truck. He tries pulling out his blaster, but um, Leon yeah, I lo- knocks I it away. I love that. He just smacks it away. And you think it's, a, it's you know, just a, an incidental bit of stunt work and that. And, of course, it's not. It's a setup for Rachel to have the gun. Yes. It's so yes. cleverly done. It's like, oh, yeah. deadly yeah. scar. What other films where do, do you have the hero? When does this happen in Star Wars where, you know, you know, Han Solo pulls his gun and it's knocked out of his hand? Now yeah. what are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, it, I mean, literally, literally, you know, he just, dis- it's not even a thought, is it? He just disarms him. Yeah. Straight and that's away. It. Yeah. yeah. More than you, he says, and yeah. goes to pulverize his face, but Decker ducks out of the way. So yeah. he. You can see how strong he is. He punches a yeah. hole in the side of that truck or whatever it is. Yeah, and then weirdly steam comes out. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't they, get they that. They deliver steam by truck these days. <laughs> um, yeah, and he, he then upends him, throws him against the windscreen, which you can is already broken. Yeah. It's like, uh, you should have trimmed a couple of frames off of that. Um, but then, yeah, he, um, he, go, he, yeah, he says, uh, wake up. Time to die. Great line. Well, he, he lifts him up first, doesn't he? Yeah. And, and he smacks him on the right side of his face. Then oh, he yeah, smacks he him on the left. Slow slapping. Smack. Yeah. Smack. It is he's a cat with a mouse, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. He's enjoying it. He's loving this. If he this had more time, hobby. he would have. This is how he, he would have been with Holden if he yeah, had more time. So. If, if the two of them were just alone in his apartment yeah. or something like this, this is what he would have done to Holden, I think. And yeah, that that fantastic line: "Wake up, time to die." And uh, you say about the whole um, um, Roy repeating that line, therefore Roy yep. might have been off to one side. Do you think also there's a similarity here because he puts the fingers into his eyes, doesn't oh, he? Oh, yeah, he does, yeah. You know? And then Roy does that to... Uh, Tyrell. Tyrell. So, yeah, more, more links. Um, yeah. And uh, but yeah, he doesn't get to do that because he gets shot in the side of the head. And yeah. again, another bit of tampering. Um, and that is that that brilliant um, future noir book. When I first bought yeah. that, there, there's been multiple editions. But when I first bought that, which was sometime in the mid '90s, at the back it gives you if you are uh, the laserdisc owner, which I was. I used to have Blade Runner on laserdisc. One of those old laser discs where you had to play, play it and then turn it over and play the second side. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, it gave you an actual frame number to go to because, oh, right. yeah, when the side of his and and you could do it, and I'm sure maybe you can find it on online. When Leon has the side of his head blown off, there was a frame number that you went to on the laser disc, and if you went there, you can see two pieces of fishing line. Oh, that are attached to his yeah. fake bit of forehead just before somebody off screen 
yanks the uh, the line yeah. and pulls the side of his head off. But that's gone now. They 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 digitally erased yeah. them, which is a real shame. It is. I I I think I I understand why they do this digital tidying up for modern audiences, but at least give you the option to yeah. view it with tight because I, I yeah you get used to the little glitches that's the charm the, of it you yeah. know that they accomplished the side of his head coming off by having some bod off to one side holding on to two pieces of fishing line and giving it a quick <coughs> yank yeah when Ridley nods you know it's old school isn't it you yeah. don't mind it but... yeah um, and with that he's he's a dead end. he yeah. collapses onto Deckard and that's the end of him yeah, he uh, he falls quite heavily onto Harrison Ford. Yes. I wonder how much of that had to be done. Take out. You're at least got to go. Uh, Brian, fall on him again. Harrison's like. <laughs> <coughs> so that's Leon gone. Yeah. Goodbye, Leon. Goodbye, Leon. Again, just like Zora. I mean, really, he has two speaking scenes, so one more yeah. than Zora. But you remember him. Oh yeah, he's in- incredibly memorable. Um, I mean, not not only the fact because it's Brian James, um, it's the character is memorable. It's it's shocking, really. The amount you know, with watching Blade Runner, how little the replicants do appear in it. Mm. But they they just they steal the film. They burn onto yeah. your brain, aren't yeah. they? You think of all of them, you yeah. know. Yeah. All right. Uh, behind the scenes. Yep. Got quite a lot here. All right. According to Brian James, um, it was originally the intention to have a black actor to play Leon. Oh, right. With Frank McRae nearly being cast. Now, I didn't recognise the name Frank McRae. No, I don't, right? I don't remember it. Do we know well, him? I looked into it. I, yeah, when I image Googled him, um, one thing I do know him from, he was in Licence to Kill the Timothy Dalton Bond film, a guy right. called Sharky. Oh, yeah, remember? I know him. Yeah, I know yeah. Sharky. Not personally, now, of course. He was up for the role, um, but Brian James impressed Ridley Scott so much at the audition, he decided to go for uh, yeah. Brian. And I'm glad he did, because, you know, yeah. I think Brian James so suits the character of Leon. Does, it's all, yeah, I, think, I can't imagine anyone else playing. No. It's no. perfect. But the other thing, of course, is then then we're into even a stickier wicket of the one sort of black character in the film is the idiot. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Now, did you know this? This is fascinating, right? When Deckard and Gaff are checking out his apartment and, yeah. you know, finding the photos and that, the camera was supposed to tilt up and there would be Leon on the ceiling in the corner. Oh, just like a just like a yeah. spider in the corner of the ceiling. I'm I'm sort of glad they didn't do that because nothing suggests that these replicants are you know can defy gravity or physics. They're all just real. It it would have it would have given I mean, this sounds all stupid but it would have given a fantasy element. Yeah, but yeah, but would it? I mean, apparently, you know, they built this special, you know, ceiling with a harness built into it, so Brian James could be suspended yeah. there. But what about if, you know, he is suspended there, not through any sort of fantasy Peter Parker type thing, but he's just physically smashed a couple of holes in the two walls, oh. and he's like held there like that. It would have been. 
I, I could see it. You know that uh, that um, meme of the cat looking through this office ceiling? Yes. It's, it was everywhere with different things on like office cat is watching you. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, if he was like looking through a hole in the ceiling or a hole in the wall, yeah, I don't mind that. But to have him physically, you know, in a Peter Parker way, he's a big man. Mm. <laughs> it's, I, you yeah. know, I mean, we can barely climb ladders. It also makes okay. Deckard and yeah. Gaff look a bit dumb yeah. as well. well they, also, they don't what, notice this bloke up what there. What a dodgy plan. What if they'd have looked up? Yes. <laughs> Sitting yeah. target. Well, squatting uh, target. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, when he's there watching um, Zora after she's been killed, you yeah. can sort of see it. He, 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 he moves his mouth a little bit, but according, again, to Brian James, he's muttering, he must die, he must die. Right. He's saying to himself about Deckard. Yeah. All right. Um, the next bit, I picked this up from um, uh, Future Noir. When he slaps Deckard's gun away, that sped up because they actually removed a few frames of film just before Brian James's hand hits the gun. They took some frames out, which sped it up a little bit more. Oh, right. You know, um, which I think is a nifty, very simple effect. Was that because? Was that on the line or something there? No, it wasn't on a line. It's just to make him look, you know, supernaturally super fast, fast, you know. Um, When Harrison is thrown around and then lifted up onto that car, Harrison Ford uh, bounces on a little trampoline to get him up and over onto the car. And Brian says he actually came up with the line, wake up, time to die. Yeah. Um, There was also meant to be a high shot of the fight between Leon and Deckard from the POV of a billboard, right? Right. That had a woman smoking and seeming to be watching it, okay? Watching the fight going on. Wouldn't it have been great if they'd have zoomed in and her eye, there was a hole, and the Roy... Roy, Roy. (laughs) Very rear window. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, But they they nixed it because Harrison Ford wasn't happy with the fact that if they were going to have this shot, you'd have to do multiple takes of the fight, and he wanted it over and done with. He's a lazy man, isn't he? He really yeah. is. But what made their mind up for getting rid of it, apparently somebody opened the camera and light got in and oh, the uh, the negative was destroyed. Yes. Um, right, his gun then. Yes. Leon was meant to have a black hole gun. Now, by that, I don't mean a gun from Disney's from black, black hole. hole. <coughs> that that would have been, been sunny, there. wouldn't it? Well, that, that would have been amazing. Hmm. Because, I mean, they could have, because... How do you, you know, stick that down your both, sock, though? Yeah, they both made at similar times, but yeah, that that that's a double-barreled, quite large. Yeah, you can't weapon. smuggle that yeah. down your sock. No, maybe down You're your boxers. You're going to need both trouser legs, aren't you? you <laughs> to stuff it down there. He would walk funny then, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah, a bit of, a bit of a giveaway. No, apparently this black hole gun was because Ridley Scott didn't want laser guns. He didn't want right. Star Wars style, you know, laser effects. Okay. He wanted something a bit more dramatic. And it says here, David Dyer came up with the idea of a weapon discharging a material that imploded on contact, drawing in so much light on the way that the beam became black. Okay, so it actually fired a black beam. So basically, it is a laser. It would have been a laser gun, but with a different colour. A theme. black one, yeah. yeah. And I, I, I think I don't think this is true, but apparently, the remnants of a piece of an animation is there when Leon fires the gun. It's not. Yeah, I, I, know, I, I, I paused it. 
play, pause, play. There's no animation. It's just the effects, you know, the, 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 yeah. the explosive charge going off. Um, in the Marvel Comics version of it, um, Leon stands up to first that, to, to first fire. Fire first the shot. Did right. that make sense? That made sense, didn't it? Yeah. And, um, and as he leaves the room, he shoots him again. Right? Right. And also, Leon's death, um, Deckard shoots him in the back. Oh, sorry, Rachel shoots him in the back, not the forehead. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So I wonder if that was a, <laughs> a weird nod to, this is a comic, guys. We can't have people being shot in the head. Yeah, but they're well, happy yeah. to have people shot in the back. <laughs> Yeah, this is before the uh, Marvel went off and did their, you know, mature audiences range yeah. and stuff like this. It, oh, this yeah, would have been on the racks with your Spider-Mans yeah, I mean, and your yeah, Fantastic Four. Yeah, you used to see these in, in your local newsagents and W.A. Yeah. Smiths and that. Yeah. Um, and there's a deleted scene where Leon goes back to the apartment after Deckard and Gaff had left it. And he picks up the little, um, uh, the little matchstick man with the stiffy that Gaff oh, had right. made. Oh, yeah, that Gaff yeah. does, yeah. Yeah. Right, that's behind the scenes. So, yeah, actor Brian James. I've got a feeling he's going to have a long old uh, filmography. It's not bad, you know, and usually when our featured actor in our podcast has a a quite high tally, it's because they've been in, you know, shows like 20 times or something like that. Um, Brian's been in a few things a few times, but not a lot. He's got quite a high number just from the sheer amount he's been in, okay? Right. But before we get to that, let's uh, tell you what his date of birth was. That was 1945 in um, in California. Um, his parents um, built and operated a cinema. Oh. Yeah. I don't know if his dad was the projectionist or Brian learned to be a projectionist. Can't find anything about that. Um, well, I imagine if his, if his parents run a cinema, he's going to be in there watching films. Yeah, yeah. If your parents mate, had a cinema. God. Yeah. And maybe that was the, um, you know, the, the Kickstarter because, act, yeah. yeah, yeah, he went off to San Diego State University um, to study theatre arts, then moved to New York to study acting. Um, he also did a stint in the National Guard, um, and, along with fellow actor Tim Tomerison. They served in the army together. Um, yeah, tons. Oh my goodness! It's taken me like three days. We're almost Vernon Wells oh in uh, in in uh, in the amount of time to uh, scroll through his IMDb because he in the seventies, and I'm sure he was the hapless, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, he he was always like in any uh, you name any sort of nineteen seventies TV show, you Chips, Quincy, whatever. Um, he was always the the hapless goon, usually a member of a biker gang or a dodgy CD bar. Well, can you see yeah. him as the hapless goon in The Waltons? I certainly can. Yeah, We're in dungarees, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon he's going to be the either the local idiot that causes people trouble or someone coming into the town that has a run-in with John Boy or something. Yep, yep. yep. D- ditto Gunsmoke. Oh yeah, he's going to be the the heavy that comes into there. Yep. Or wait, in a western, I could see him either as the blacksmith, who's uncouth uh, and swears a lot, or he's the he's the heavy that comes into the town. He's not the main heavy, no, but he will be one of the heaviest posse. I can see him as the blacksmith um, chewing backy and spitting yeah. it into yeah. a spittoon. Yeah, um, I 
I, I don't know what role he was in Roots, but I get I, I reckon he's a slave. Racist number one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Um, a film I remember him from, and I think I saw this before I saw Blade Runner, uh, was okay. Southern Comfort. Where oh, he's God, yeah, yeah, you're the right, French yeah. trapper in Southern yeah, Comfort, he's and he's brilliant, brilliant in that. that. Yeah. He's the one-armed trapper, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. He gives off so much menace in that film. It's unreal. Um, yeah, and he's got film. very few lines, and, and the yeah. lines he does speak mostly are in yeah, French. Yeah, in French, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's brilliant in that. in that. Yeah, he's, he's great. Yeah. Um, and he was reunited with old Rutger for Flesh and Blood. I always oh, right. remember him in Flesh and yeah. Blood. Uh, I've not watched in a long time. I, it's one of those, it's on my list to rewatch, but it never quite gets to the top. I remember it's a nasty yeah. film, you know, it's got a sadistic tint yeah. to it. I mean, a lot of Paul Verhoeven stuff has that, that element to it. And, and basically, I remember watching it and just thinking, this is Roy Batty and Leon again, because, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Brian yeah. is Rutger's uh, lieutenant, basically. Yeah, but genre-wise, he's got a genre tally of fifty, which, as I 50, say, is five zero. Five zero, yeah, bad. which wow. is high if most of them are individual projects. Yes. All right, strap strap yourselves in. We might be here for a while. Yep, and we're going to play the game of uh, Ian guesses the plot oh, line. Is it? Is he got a dodgy, uh, dodgy choice? Yeah, because just like Vernon Wells, I think he um, he changed agents yep. at some point, and yeah, the the uh, yeah the quality. Wouldn't it be amazing <laughs> no if all, all of these all of these ones went to the same agent? <laughs> to begin with, he he starts out well. Yeah. I'll just say that, right? But yeah, let let's plot the downfall, shall okay, we? Right. So first ever thing genre wise he was in was uh, the Incredible Hulk TV show. All right, seventy eight. Yeah. I reckon he was a hapless goon in that. Yeah, he's going to be hapless goon. Gets beaten up by the Hulk in a bar, a yes. CD, uh, a CD <laughs> country and western bar. Yeah, is he wearing dungarees in that? He could be, couldn't he? He could be. He might be wearing a cowboy hat. Yeah, but he's going to be the he's going to be the racist one that picks on the girl of the week that uh, David Banner. David Banner uh, has to rescue. Yes. Yeah. All right. You so. can see him being tossed by the Hulk, can't you? <laughs> He's been tossed off by the Hulk, you're saying? Yeah, yeah, I can see that, yeah. Okay. What sort of hapless goon could he play in Morecambe and Mindy, though? Oh, okay. He's going to be... We should we should watch these episodes to find out. He's going to be, uh, I reckon, either a biker or someone that Mork meets and is threatened by, but in a wacky fashion yeah. that Mork doesn't understand and we get a lot of Robin Williams comedy. Maybe more maybe he is racist and Mork doesn't yep. understand racism. Yes. Yeah, he's gonna be picking on someone, any there's no other role for him really. I think in a I lot hope, of his yeah. films he picks on people, yes. I hope I hope that one of our listeners knows this episode and comes back to us and says, actually he was <laughs> Mindy's romantic. He was a college professor yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see Brian play a college professor that's a good guy. All right. Next thing, I, I, I struggle to understand or comprehend who he could play in this. Uh, Galactica, 1980. Oh, yeah, that's one, one I know him from. Yeah, he was a, he was a member of the motorcycle gang. Oh, what a pull up, pull up next to, uh, uh, next to the, um, uh, Troy and Dylan when they're on their flying bikes. And they're giving them some bad mouth. Like, oh, look at them Nancy bikes. And they're, they're in a hurry, so they go, we can't wait around. So they flip the flying circuits and take off. 
and they Brian James is the one that's looking up at them all slack jawed and then they crash their bikes. <laughs> I can see him it's doing hilarious. it. I can see him doing it. Okay. Yeah. I went to or, cinema to see that. Jesus. Okay, Gold. Uh, then Blade Runner. Oh, then yeah. what? It's changing quality. Though. Yes. Yeah. Um, then one episode of Amazing Stories. Oh, right. Everyone there. seems to have done that. Didn't yeah. Yeah. We've got another few shows coming up. Um, yeah. We've mentioned before. Um, then Enemy Mine. I don't remember him. In oh, I don't Enemy Mine, that. but I don't really remember no. Enemy Mine. Okay. I remember it was uh, it was the same story from uh, the UFO episode. It is, where, yeah, 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 where yeah. he's stuck on the on the moon with an alien, with an alien. And they have to help yeah. each other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which All also right. was an episode of Galactica 1980, The Return yes. of Starbuck. Same storyline. Yeah. All right, next next one. It's the first of your guess the plot line. Oh, go on. All right. What do you think the plotline is for a film called Annihilator? The Dialator. No, Annihilator. Oh, Annihilator. I thought you said the Dialator. Dialator. Like, <laughs> optician or something? The Annihilator. He's a gynecologist. I, I think I know that one. I think I, I might be mixing up something. I think it's one of those um, Robocop stroke Terminator ripoff films where like a, an alien comes down and they're a big old bounty hunter or something. I, ve- I think it's one of those. I, I think reckon. you're remembering it. What yeah. it says is, humanoid killer robots stalk a newspaper man who has knowledge of their existence. One of the robots is made to look like his girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, you know Brian James is going to be one of the killer robots. He won't be the girlfriend. No. That or would, the newspaperman. I'd, I'd pay to see that as well. <laughs> <laughs> Brian James in a blonde yeah. wig. Uh <laughs> We've mentioned this before, Deadly Nightmares, which was that hitchhiker oh, yes, anthology yeah. TV show. Uh, then Steel Dawn. Still or Steel? Steel. Steel Dawn. Dawn. Yeah, that's the um, one with... Um, oh, who is it? There's a... She was famous at the time. Was it um, Melanie Griffiths? Somebody like that. Yeah. All right. Okay. Then, then Cherry, Cherry 2000. Oh, yeah. That's a terrible film. Yeah. It's, it's, it's enjoyable hokum, though. Okay. Right, next, next one to guess. What is Nightmare at Noon about? Nightmare at Noon? That's a weird time. Uh, nightmare at Noon. I don't Because normally you would, you would say, like, Nightmare at Midnight, and it's a vampire thing, or Nightmare at Dawn, vampire. Nightmare at Noon. What the hell happens at noon that would. Be I don't bad? know the significance of noon in this. No. Well, it says scientists poison the water supply of a small town, turning the residents into homicidal maniacs who kill each other and anybody who passes through. Gosh, it's almost as if someone's in the crazes. Hmm. All right, George moving Monero on. starts suing. Yeah. Oh, no, you're dead as well. House 3. He was in House, House three? 3. Okay, yeah. I've okay. given up watching it by House 2. Okay. Mutator. What can Mutator be? Mutator? I think that's going to be another dodgy sort of Terminator-esque thing but with with a bit of alien mutation in so well, again a, a small town some an alien or something dangerous visits and the locals have to band together to see it off okay well yeah you're kind of right except it's a, a beast that's been created in a laboratory oh, that gets out and yeah. chaos ensues street asylum you can see it can't you it's going to be a cheap old monster suit. Oh, we are really yeah. in cheap, cheapo yeah. uh, land now. Uh, street Asylum. Street Asylum? 
See, that sounds more like a, a cop film, a cheap, low-budget cop film, gang film, than a sci-fi street asylum. No, I don't know on that one. Don't know what that John was. Miller is a politician wanting to become mayor. He founds a group called Squad, whose mission is to get rid of all street scum by any means necessary. Okay, that's the sci-fi, isn't it? Yep, yep, apparently sci-fi yeah. horror. That yeah. sounds like your Death Wish 3 stuff. I bet it's set in the far-flung future of 1988 or something. Yeah, I think that's you're right. That's what it'll be. Yep. Then we've got... It's like Class Tales... of Newcomb High, isn't it? That's what it's going to be. Yeah, yeah. That level, yeah. yeah. Tales from the Crypt is next. Yeah, again, yeah. It, 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 you get the feeling it's like their version of the bill, isn't it? These anthology shows. Everyone gets one if you're an actor. Yep. Um, then Black Magic which is a horror film. And then, here we go, try and guess this one, Ian, Wishman. 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 there was the Wishmaster, so I wonder if it's a... a I mean, I, I shudder to think of a low-budget version of the Wishmaster, because that had a budget of fourpence. <laughs> uh, is it, is it, does, is it a, some sort of mythical genie-stroke magician that can grant you a wish, but in a monkey's poor fashion... Oh, it comes back to the person that made the wish or something like that. You're almost spot on. Well really? done. It I says, could write these films, I tell you. Yeah. The newest homeless man in Beverly Hills is two million years old, has spent most of his life in a bottle, and dresses funny even by California standards. But to the Hollywood hustler who found him, he's a chance at riches and true love. Please tell me that Brian James played the genie. I want to see him. Yeah. <laughs> and a that pair of baggy good. trousers. You know, baggy that would pants. be good. Yeah. Or he's a guy in a bar yeah. that the genie goes into. Yeah. Or, or, or he's a biker person. Yeah. Do you think that like Hollywood um, casting agents are really lazy? So we need someone to be a thug in a bar. I'll, I'll speed dial Brian James. He is speed dialed, isn't he? Yeah. Um, what's Nemesis? Do you know a film called Nemesis? Nemesis? Oh, no, it doesn't ring a bell. I know Star Trek Nemesis, the worst of the Star Treks. Um, Nemesis? No, I don't know that one. Well, it says Alex, a burned out LA cyborg cop. <laughs> okay. Burned out LA yeah. cyborg cop is forced by Commissioner Farnsworth to find his former cyborg partner. So he had a cyborg partner and lover, Jared who's about to deliver sensitive data to cyborg terrorists who wish oh, so to wage war against humans. What the hell? So we've got we've got cyborg terrorists, cyborg cops... And cyborg, cyborg partners. Cyborg girlfriends. But the cyborg cops get disillusioned and burnt out like... A, what's the point of having a cyborg cop if they're going to have all the <laughs> frailties of a normal cop? It's not Blade Runner level, that, is it? No, I don't think so. That's no. not the Right. That's let's, sort of let, Charles let's Band levels. Yeah, I told you. Sack the agent. Uh, Frogtown Two. Oh, I imagine it's a, a, a sequel to the Rowdy Roddy Piper. Hell comes it, to Frogtown. It but most I didn't even is. know they made one. To be fair. Well, apparently they did. Then he was in the first Batman animated show two times. Oh, um, who did he play in that? Well, additional voices. Oh, okay. He's going to play the voice of a biker. In of a bar. biker person, yeah. Oh. Uh, you know then... he gets beaten up by Batman, though. He's got it. Mark Hamill film Time Runner. Time Runner. Ooh. Now, Mark, we should do a, a filmography on Mark Hamill because he had a bad agent as well. He had some schlocky stuff, schlocky didn't he? Schlocky stuff. Um, this is going to be uh, basically time after time, but low budget. So. Brian James probably is either the main villain and he's a, a 
tra- uh, killer from the future that travels back in time to the present, and Mark Hamill's the cop that's got to save him, and he's probably a cop that lives by his own rules. Well, yeah. let's call that up because I didn't I didn't write it down, so I'm, <laughs> I'm calling it up. Time Runner, 1993. Okay, it says. Here we go. Let's scroll down. Uh, it says during the unstoppable alien invasion of 2022. So this oh. year. I, when's, is, well, we still got a bit left. One man flees through a wormhole to Ooh, 1992. Uh, excellent. Yeah, I always in love hope a bit of change in the future. So it, now. it's yep. the Terminator. You Terminator, go back in time yep. to 1992, and I'm just calling up the cast. Let's have a look. What does he play? What does he play? Will it be biker person? Yeah. Nelia. Oh, no, no that, idea. that really wasn't worth it, was it? Okay. Didn't tell us a lot. No, no. All right. Um, then The Dark, a film the called Dark. The Dark. Oh, now, I know a film called The Dark that was based on, well, or Not incredibly the James loose, book. Yeah, incredibly loosely based on it. They bought the title. And then it was about a killer android with laser eyes that may or That's may not one. have been the devil. Yeah. That God. is the one while he was in there. I remember that had a great video cover on the early days of VHS, and I rented it because it was like, oh my God, this looks amazing. It's terrible. Okay. <laughs> I think we're in that area of terrible yep. now, and I don't think he's really. Well, I, I can see a couple Does of things coming up where he, he, he comes up a bit. There's that horror anthology TV show called Future Shock. Okay. Um, then he was in Knight Rider 2010. Oh, right. Oh, uh, which Knight Rider was that? Well, it's just got Knight Rider 2010. Because yeah. so. they replaced Kit, didn't they, with a, a horrible modern car okay. in one of them. What a mistake. Hmm. Didn't replace uh, David Hasselhoff with a modern actor, sadly. No. <laughs> yeah. um, Scanner Cop. Scanner Cop. Okay. So, Scanner Cop, I reckon that's going to be... You're gonna you're gonna be mixing uh, the Terminator with giving someone a scanner or psychic or shining type abilities. You're absolutely can, right. Yeah, it, God, it's just. Do you reckon? I'd love to be in these Hollywood offices. Do you reckon they just got an A to Z of films? They got a Halliwells, and they go pick pick page ninety six, third one down, and page one hundred and eighty, fourth one down. Okay, put them together. Yeah. Scanner cop. And, and there we go. Yeah, well done. Then Mantis. 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 So oh, that's the. Um, is M, that the full stop A full stop N oh, full no, stop I, T? I, stop. I was thinking of the um, the John Goodman cinema. No, film. no, no, Mantis. No. That Mantis. I think Mantis is another is... Robocop ripoff. I, wow. I can You're good. It, like, You're really like good. Rotor. Yeah. It says yeah. a paralyzed. African-American scientist builds a powerful exoskeleton in order to walk again and uses his new abilities to fight crime. So, yeah. As you do. Robocop. Yeah. yeah. I can finally walk again. Let's fight some crime. Yeah. So rather than say, I don't know, uh, get that on the market to help other people yeah. get paralysed. <laughs> no, I'm going to put just, it in jeopardy yeah. every night. Yeah. yeah. I bet I bet he was, I bet Brian James was someone that broke into a local liquor store. And gets caught by Leggy McLegson. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next, the TV version of Highlander. He was in oh, one right, episode okay. of that. Um, and then a I could lo- see him as Kurgan. He's I a bit of a scrawny Kurgan. Kurgan. Old, yeah. old Clancy was so perfect as the Kurgan, wasn't he? Clancy you know? would be someone worth looking at their filmography, I reckon. 
See, Clancy, I can see, yeah, definitely, but Clancy, I can see lifting 400-pound atomic weights all day yes, and all night, yeah. you know. He had the heft to be, yeah, that version of yeah. Leon. Yeah. Um, then a Lance Henriksen horror film called The Nature of the Beast. Oh. Um, I don't know okay. anything about that. No, all right. I was going to say, because usually when they use the word beast... It's either an alien-style rip-off, or it's a like on the religious thing of the beast that it's a demon or something, isn't it? That's usually what it is. Yeah, both right. cheap to realise because you just have a man in a suit. We're totally in the cheap to realise yeah. era of Brian's career here. Um, next, can you guess what Cyberjack is all about? Cyberjack. Okay. Well, there was a, f- a film called Freejack that did quite well. So I imagine this is back when people thought that the. Uh, the, the cyber world was this would actually be a world I reckon this is someone that jacks into the cyber world to possibly steal uh, business and, and secrets and that and it's going to be a bit Johnny Mnemonic a bit free jack I reckon something like that Blimey you're good right ready Michael Dudikoff that, 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 there's a market um, quality yeah. for you right yeah. right from the get-go. Stars as an ex-cop who must confront his old enemies when a software company is taken over by cyber terrorists in search of a world-dominating computer virus. Oh, so, I was yep, close. I'll give yeah, you that. Close, I'll yeah. give you that, yeah. Do you remember there's... when people were, were worried about the uh, the internet? Yeah. What was that uh, Gibson, uh, William Gibson? What did he... What, what was it called? Not What was it? The cyber... It's not Cyberverse. Not Necromancer. Oh. No, it was, there was like a word for it. And um, in the 80s and early 90s, where it, everyone was terrified, like you got all these films that there would be this, like it would this become threat. the dominant world, like the Matrixy style thing. Um, oh, Cyber. Uh, I, I can't remember it, but, but what happened to that? Now, our biggest worry about the internet is. Um, uh, is it fast enough to download the film you want to play Yeah, with? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to watch a bit of streaming tonight. Yeah, yeah. no one predicted that, did they? <laughs> no, these films. No. Can you... You're good. You've got Cyberjack. I can't see you getting this. Oh. Well, maybe you can, right? Is it a nebulous name? <laughs> it's very specific, but uh, the challenge is actually working out what the heck happens. Ready? Go on. Pterodactyl Woman from Beverly Hills. Okay, now uh, my bet on this, given that that is quite a jokey title, that this is going to be one of the like pastiche type, uh, you know, lizard woman from Mars type. You know, it probably it is a comedy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is it going to be that uh, they they unfreeze uh, a woman, a cave woman, and she becomes a star in Beverly Hills or something? No. No. Right. I was thinking of uh, Encino Man. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. It, it's more ludicrous than oh, that. No. It says... Pix- is she part pterodactyl? Because that, that would be all right. Well, listen. Pixie is cursed with turning into a pterodactyl. Oh, God. Right? I want to see this film now. When her husband is caught messing with bones on an ancient burial ground, her husband, Actually. children, friends and neighbours must come to terms with Pixie's new look. Her only chance to return to her normal state is to find the shaman who inflicted the curse on her. Oh, God. Uh, please, please tell me. What is it called? Pterodactyl Woman. Pterodactyl Woman from Beverly Hills. And I bet you can't guess who Brian James plays in that. Uh, 
Does he play uh, a man in a bar? He plays a man? Yeah. Oh, he's not a pterodactyl man, is he? Do you, do you, get this. He plays Salvador Dali. What? This yeah. is this has got to be a joke film. Oh, no. You should Google the picture. Oh, dear. We're definitely in cheap territory. Yep. Yep. Oh, All right. So, next up we've got... I don't want to see it now. Okay. We've got Our Real Monsters, which is a cartoon TV show um, we've mentioned before. Oh, he was yes, in that I twice. Um, he was in a horror film called The Killing Jar, which I've never heard oh, of before. Then he was in Does the fifth element. Because a killing, a killing jar is what you use for killing moths and butterflies. Butterflies and things, yeah. yeah. And, and andragums. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fifth element, I don't really oh, yeah. remember oh, yeah, he's the good fifth element. He's the general. Element. Is he's he? the general. When, when oh, yes, um, I remember. He wears a beret, yeah. doesn't he? He does, yeah. When they're creating uh, Lilu, uh naked in the tank, he's, he's with uh, Moxie, stood next to Moxie. Oh, uh, okay. Watching it, yeah. All yeah, right. finally, he plays a... A good guy. Okay. Oh, is he a good guy in that? Well, he doesn't kill anyone. Okay. Uh, then Superman, the animated series. He was oh, in Batman. Now he's in Superman. He plays the, um, the 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 villain Parasite three times. Ooh, I don't know that villain. Mm-hmm. Oh, hang yeah. on. Wasn't he a Spider-Man? No, no, no. no Par- Parasite is. It, it, it wears a pair of boxer shorts and he's purple. He kind of he kind of like yeah. absorbs all your energy, all your superpowers and stuff oh, like right. that. Then he was in Millennium once. Oh, yeah. Lance Hendrickson again. Yeah. Then Men in White. Do you know Men, Men in, in White? White? Is it a parody of Men in Black? It is a spoof. It says a spoof of recent science fiction films, including all of the obvious choices oh. and Doctor Strangelove. Finds it's two garbage be, men um, defeating an alien invasion. Remember that um, terrible series of movies called The Something Movie? The epic movie. Yeah, I bet it's yeah, in that yeah. Vein. Yeah, scary when, movie. Yeah. And, yeah. When they they mistakenly they looked at uh, the Zucker brothers and they looked at Mel uh, Brooks and they they didn't get that you don't just make a reference; it has to be a joke with it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's what it sounds like. Well, he plays a general in that. Yeah, okay. Because he probably he, still kept his beret. Yeah, they gave him. You got a beret. That was his payment. <laughs> yeah. We'll give you the beret. So that was Men in White. The next thing he did is, is Men in Black. Um, oh, okay. the, the animated TV series. He was in that two times. Uh, this is the last time I for you to try and guess. One. Yeah, yeah, I never saw it. Last time for you to try and guess something. All right. Oh, Arthur's Quest. Okay, so it's going to have to be something to do with King Arthur or uh, a team that is the reincarnation of King Arthur and has to go on a quest in modern times because they wouldn't be able to afford to do it. Uh, they, they're not going to afford any sort of uh, suits of armour, so it's going to be a modern-day King Arthur crappy thing. Very good, very good. It, it says, <laughs> yeah, to escape the clutches of the evil warrior and sorceress Morgana, Merlin yep. transports young King Arthur into modern-day America. When Merlin, oh, you can see the hilarity, can't you? Can well, you? it gets worse. When Merlin comes back ten years later to retrieve him, he finds a hip 15-year-old Arthur who does not believe Merlin, nor does he want to return to the past. Why did, uh, why did uh, Merlin... Wait ten years. No, but why did he, why did he send uh, young King Arthur, King of the Britons, uh, who is going to uh, resurrect Britain in its direst time of need? Why did he send him to America? America didn't exist. Merlin no. didn't know about America. Gone, what? 
Yeah. Well, the continent was there, but he would have gone, what? That's just... Yeah, yeah. And then we're almost at the end. He was in the animated show of Spawn. Um, oh, right, additional voices that. again. Uh, six times. And then something called Phoenix Point, a science fiction film no, called Phoenix Point. That. And that was his last ever thing. And that gives him his 50. All right. Well, well, well done for keeping him work. Yeah, that's more yeah. than a lot of actors do. Yep, true, true. I wish you'd have done some more meat stuff. Yeah, but he, like a lot of people we talk about in our podcasts, when they pop up in something and it's like, oh, it's dot, dot, dot from yeah. dot, dot, dot. And you can't really believe in them because Brian James, for me, is Leon and the French yeah. bloke in Southern Comfort. And in anything else, it's like... Oh, it's Leon, you know? Yes. Yeah, and you're, you're <coughs> immediately drawn out of the, the film and thinking, I, I can watch Blade Runner. Exactly. You, you, you mentally start yeah. um, comparing whatever you're watching to Blade Runner. Yeah, and if you're watching the pterodactyl woman of Beverly Hills... <laughs> you want to be yeah. watching Blade Runner. Yeah. Yeah. Dodgy. All right, so Leon then. Yes. Let's rate him... Um, now, design of Leon, yep. really, we don't get an awful lot. We've got his um, overalls as a waste disposable yep. engineer, and then we've got his, like, trench coat sort of yeah, affair, I haven't quite, we? Yeah, I quite like his look as a trench coat, because he, he's wearing a sort of... I presume it's his... Because it's like a battle dress jacket, mm. but I presume it's his. It's probably the jacket he wore while disposing of waste. Yeah. Because Americans do like to give military-style jackets to postman and things like that um, and I quite like the the, the sort of the cut of his, um, his big coat but it looks like it's made out of cheap pleather mm. or plastic it do, it just doesn't look real which I suppose is perhaps ironic for a replicant yeah know, it's replica leather um, but yeah I don't, I don't it's a bit nondescript but it, it sort of works for me and he's got his tash, of course. His trademark tash. <laughs> um, so I, I'm going to give him, for his look, I'm going to give him seven. Exactly what I've given him. Really? Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's good. How effective is Brian uh, as I like Leon? Leon? I like Leon. I don't think he's, he's not he's not a ten-worthy for me. But I do like the character. So I'm going to give him, I'm going to give him uh, an eight and a half. Eight and a half. Well, I gave him a nine. Oh, All that's right. fair enough. I toyed with a nine there, but... So... No, no, stuff it. I'll give him a nine. I think you should. I think you should. I mean, that yeah. that opening interview with Holden, yeah. he's he terrific. He sets the tone of the film, yep. doesn't he? Yep, yep, yep. And then, you, you know, the whole wake-up time to die, yep. the toying with this upstart, you know, Blade Runner that's in front what, of him. What what I like to think now as well, you know, I was saying about the my theory that... Uh, that um, Roy was watching Leon's death scene. I like to now think, because you say that uh, um, Brian came up with the time to die line. Mm. I like to think now that in a sort of in a in a sort of um, sort of Matrixy style way. Not only was Roy watching Leon die, I like to think that uh, um, that. Uh, Rutger was watching Brian doing his yeah. death scene. He was just behind the camera and he goes, Time to die. That's great. <laughs> Stealing that. Because we know use that, that. Yeah, because we know that um, Rutger made up all his death lines. Yeah. I, that sort of works for me. I, I could see that happening. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right, so if we're talking design on Leon, right, um, yep. that, that he's equal on that seven we gave him with JF Sebastian and the file clerk from 2049. Right. That's design. If we're talking effectiveness of Leon, uh, we both <laughs> gave him a nine, that puts him alongside JF Sebastian, Chu, yep. and Love, right? And I then think that gives. Yeah, well, you yeah. get on with Love, I reckon. Yeah, but the final. Um, you know, total, the final uh, yep. tally for him is an eight, all right, which puts him in apartment number eight. There already is somebody living oh, right. in apartment number eight. Really get on with them. Well, I'm, I'm assuming in this apartment, not only do you have the person, but you have all the trappings for that person right. as okay. well. So Leon will be sharing with JF Sebastian oh, and dear. all his toys. I can see JF Sebastian's toys being broken. <laughs> yeah, because if he, I think if Leon was in with love, uh, not in with love, but yeah, was in with love, then he would have followed around like a puppy dog. Yeah. I could see them working out, but I, he's, he's not going to put up with Sebastian, is he? Do you think Leon would prefer Sebastian's little teddy bears and little generals? Yes, I think them. Leon himself. I, I imagine he'll take one look at that ostrich and that'll be it. He'll be like, what the hell is that? I mean, he'll he get his gun out and shoot them all, won't he? That's true. What, yeah, what are your thoughts on ostriches then, yeah. Leon? It's a long-legged chicken! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so that's where we put Leon. Fair enough. Right, fair fair number fine. eight. Yep. Okay. Alright, and with that we are finished. Um, so we have to just announce who we're going to talk about next time in 2049 and for the very last time we're going to 2049 because it's our wrapping up of 2049 next time we're talking about k and we find out if special k is he a special k or not yeah yeah yeah. is he special is he original special k or that horrible new stuff yeah yeah they changed it it's not the same well, um, join oh, us wow. for that. We're yeah. getting very close now to the end of this so show, close. aren't we? Did, and what's really, what's miraculous to me is, at the beginning of this process, if we'd have done K there, I don't think we'd have got much out of it. No. But having rewatched it, rewatched it, I think, I think that would be interesting, K. Because I'm not sure on your thoughts on it, and mine have definitely changed. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, okay. Well, that'd be a good one. Join, join us next that. time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Yep. Join us okay. next time, then, folks. Yeah. All right. See you, Ian. Thanks, Sam. Right. Cheers, Ian. Bye. 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 Bye.